Hello, and welcome to the Tag Podcast. Hello. It's episode 36. Woo! Your fa- <laughs> it's episode 36 of your favourite podcast. And this is the fir- first podcast in our little mini-series of June's Tunes. Woo! Woo, indeed. Woo. <laughs> See, Tom's doing, uh, doing a different key there, a different note to his woo, because, yes... Tunes, tunes, as the name implies, is all about music. We're going to edit it all together, and that song actually is uh, Mr. Brightside by The Killers when you slow it down. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, we're going to have uh, three or four podcasts uh, in this June talking about uh, music, and today we are going to co- be talking about soundtracks. Now, we have covered soundtracks before here and there in our podcast. We're going to try... Not to repeat ourselves, but we are inevitably yeah. going to, because there are some things that need to be discussed. There are certain yeah. things, certain um, dragon films with certain soundtracks, for example, <laughs> that we've mentioned maybe once, twice, thrice before, that, uh, that that just need to be brought up again, because it is just the best, 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 the best. Sorry. But there's also plenty of plenty of other stuff to talk about, so okay. have no fear. Let's start with... The most recent film you watched. What was the most? What was the last film you watched? The last film I watched was uh, Man Up, starring uh, uh, Simon Pegg. Uh, and how was the soundtrack? Tell me. I that. barely remember Tell it. Me. <laughs> it um, unfortunately, that film, the soundtrack, made no impression on me whatsoever. I fear. Um, oh. <laughs> ooh, sorry. <laughs> Okay, I just watched San Andreas um, with The Rock, and you know it was it was an okay movie. It was it was your typical disaster movie, including the dialogue, which was just awful. Um, but the effects were good. The story was you know a, a story, I suppose. Um, probably won't watch it again, but I will download the soundtrack because the soundtrack is sort of got quite this uh, slow, epic. Um, you, you, you know. Um, you seen the film Platoon? I haven't, no. no. But I'm sure you know the famous scene um, where they use uh, Adagio for strings. Um, oh, yeah. You can cut out me doing it and you can put in the uh, the music there. Um, I might put in a uh, file not found. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, but you know, you know that famous bit in it. Um, it's kind of that slow, sort of epic uh, feel to it. There's a lot of people dying, a lot of disaster going on, so it's all very sad. It's, it's, it's quite a nice soundtrack, a bit repetitive. But the one thing that stood out for me in that film was the music. So I would, I would recommend giving that a listen. You don't even need to see the film. Guess what? They live. <laughs> Heaven forbid they should make a film with The Rock where something edgy happens, like he decides to go on drugs and becomes a transgender prostitute. That is a film I'd pay to see. <laughs> They'd have a sidekick played by Jared Leto. I'd like to see him as a babysitter. Oh, wait. 
I'll end this podcast right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, the last movie with the soundtrack that made uh, any impression on me is probably a bit of a cheat, which was uh, Pitch Perfect 2. She loves to laugh, she loves to sing, she does everything. She loves to move, she loves to groove, she loves to That is a cheat. Because it's shit. <laughs> because it's all uh, because it's all actual songs. That's the last we'll discuss of Bitch Perfect. <laughs> and uh, has, as has been said on this podcast before, I'm a fan of acapella. Mm. Um, and uh, and uh, what's, what's the best thing about Pitch Perfect 2 is the very notion is the that there could be a world... There's, is that there could be a world championships of a cappella ever in the history of the world? Uh, <laughs> uh, tell you one soundtrack I did enjoy. Soundtrack to Age of Ultron. actually haven't even bothered to download that you know I, it, it didn't make a huge impression on me when I watched it um, I'm now thinking that maybe I should download it I, it didn't even occur to me I haven't downloaded it yet but I did see the film for the fourth time the other day Ah, right. at cinema um, what, uh, but I do like uh, the I think they got the music a lot better than the first Avengers film. Yeah, the, um, the first Avengers sort of introduced the theme, mm. and then the second film definitely used it a lot better. Yes, they, they, it was far better implemented, and uh, but it wasn't just the main Avengers theme. There's the uh, one of my favourite parts of the film, um, which uh, was in no small part due to the music when it plays, was the helicarrier arriving. Yes. Repeat of the helicarrier music from the first film, yeah. but it's that little bit more grand, that little bit more impressive, and uh, the fact that it's it's there to the rescue, I think, brightens the whole thing yeah. up a bit more. So I I love the reprise of that music, um, and yes, as you say, they uh, they use the Avengers theme um, a lot better to a lot better effects in yeah. this in this film. I one thing I did find a little bit of a curious choice there was uh, the the big uh, sort of the equivalent of the one-shot battle scene where they're all fighting the uh, the Ultron robots in the church in the middle, yeah. where they they started off without any soundtrack at all. Yeah. And I thought it was good, but it just went on for a little bit too long. The music could should have come in a little bit sooner. I felt in that yeah. scene. 
I, uh, because when when the music does come does come in, it just uh, yeah, it does bring it all together. And uh, I am hoping that they they keep that theme consistent for the Avengers, even with the the current team now sort of not really, they're not really going to be the same team again. They might be on the same film again, but they're certainly not going to be the same team again. If you know what I mean. Well, pretty much all so of them are going to be nice. in the next Captain America film. Nearly all of them. I think the only one that's not going to be in it is the black guy. Oh, Thanks, Holly. <laughs> oh, is Chris Hemsworth? Two black guys in North Fortune, is it? Jesus. We've already got Don Cheadle and, and uh, Anthony Mackie. We can't have Sam Jackson as well. The internet would break. This isn't I, I don't think Chris show. Hemsworth's going to be in it, is he? Or... Sorry? I don't, I don't think Chris Hemsworth's going to be in it, is he? No, Chris Hemsworth's not going to be in it. He's going to be off doing cool stuff. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, Mark, Mark Ruffalo hasn't been confirmed either. Um, but okay. Thunderbolt Ross has, which implies we're going to get a new Hulk, and he's going to be red. Oh. But, anywho, um, soundtracks. I'll tell you one soundtrack that really um, impressed me. I've only seen the film once. I will see it again. I did enjoy the film. And that is Mad Max. the soundtrack to that I've, I've got it um, and it's quite long and because of that it's quite repetitive but because it's good I kind of don't mind that it's repetitive if you know what I mean yeah I know what you mean I I had a similar thing with um, funnily enough the Alice in Wonderland film uh, yeah the, the, the new newer live action one I yeah. really, I really enjoyed the soundtrack of that. But if you actually listen yeah. to it, it's extremely repetitive. Yeah, very. Um, but that's that. Although that soundtrack, I, uh, I like because I can sort of bend my ears and pretend that instead of singing Alice, they're singing Alex. Yeah, you've told me that before. Now I can't not hear Alex. Every time I hear it now, it's all Alex. And I'm like, no, it's... Where have you gone? What have you seen? Alex. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I've seen. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I agree that the, yeah, the Mad Max uh, soundtrack was good. Mm. But um, yeah, it was a, a little bit uh, a little bit heavy metal for me at times. I, I quite like that. I quite like it's you know actually yeah, not you know that's a saying, bad thing. saying that though um I'm, I've only listened to about half of it so far so I can't comment for the <laughs> second half but a lot of the heavy metal stuff is from when the guy is playing guitar isn't it that doesn't actually mm. feature that heavily on the soundtrack does it not oh well, there you go then um or at least I didn't notice it anyway um but I I would I I'd give it a listen. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely give that a go. So I know we're we're both quite uh, partial to uh, to making playlists to go with action sequences. 
What uh, What are your, some of your favourite go-to soundtracks? Okay, that's, that is an interesting question because some of the soundtracks I've got are from very bad movies. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, one in particular, uh, one of my favourites, um, and I've, I've used this quite a lot, is um, it's from a film called Lesbian Vampire Killers. Which is a truly awful film. I have seen that film only because it was a free gift on iTunes's 12 Days of Christmas one year. Yeah, Um, so I got that um, and I I watched it and there was just one bit of audio in it. The rest of the soundtrack isn't, you know, it's crap. There was just one bit and I was like, oh wow, that's really cool. And it's just a bit where. the main character decides, I'm going to be the hero, ha ha. And it's, uh, what's it called? I don't even know what the track's called now. I've literally, like, I just kept it as a lesbian vampire killer because that was the only, like, I only needed it for that. But it's basically the theme tune of it as well. Um, right. So that that's one thing. But I'd say my favourite, or, or should I say most used piece of music ever is definitely um, A Watchful Guardian. variation really of the Batman theme um, by Hans Zimmer so uh, Hans Zimmer does put out some crackers he does indeed uh, as Sam so uh, so vigilantly pointed out when discussing Tommy Wiseau's The Room earlier <laughs> uh, yeah uh, what about yourself what 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 um, what song there's there's a hell of a lot that uh, I keep coming back to yeah um, one, which of course I mentioned in uh, in our Disney podcast, which is uh, the transforma- transformation from Beauty and the Beast. come back to I love using that for a usually for a character uh, as as it happens in the um, in 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 Beauty and the Beast a character resurrection scene mm. if I if I'm putting it to a story but one one I really really like is from the Iron Man three soundtrack all right which is the uh, the credits title music I know what's on about yeah which is called Can You Dig It mm-hmm. 
by Brian Taylor. I love that. I love that music so much. Um, I remember you saying to me that it reminded you of a crossover between Iron Man and Archer. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Yep. It, it exactly puts in mind me. It's, it's not a million miles off from the Archer theme tune. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it just... Whenever I hear that, I instantly see... Uh, see well, I see, I see two things. One, I see uh, an Iron Man and an Archer crossover. Yeah. In, in the Archer art style. Yeah. Um, and two, I see... Uh, what are the... I, I think they call them uh, those go-go dancers they used to have in cages. Yeah, yeah. I could, I, <laughs> yeah. Sort of a James Bond-esque sort of style mm. dance yeah yeah like James and, Bond uh, intro and there's and there's parts in that which are perfect for people doing the monkey as well <laughs> yeah absolutely uh, so that's that, that that's one I love it's a fun one I've not actually put that in any storylines anywhere oh right think, okay. but um not yet but, any... uh, I'll, I'll, ha- I'll have to put that in somewhere just for, yeah. for a fun a fun bonus seed in the story yeah. I think nice I, uh, I'm trying to think if there's any more that I've really, uh, really keep going back to. Um, hmm. Oh, Test Drive by John Powell. That is oh, of one. course. That is one I go back to again and again and again. Definitely one of my favourites. Um, and you know what? I, I think I've said this before, especially on this podcast. One of my favourite ever soundtracks is the Tron Legacy soundtrack by Daft Punk. Um, and I, I've used quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of those songs here and there, um, especially the finale. I was one of the people that was very disappointed to hear that. Although I agree, the world doesn't need a Tron 3. I still wanted it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, perhaps if uh, Tron Legacy had actually had a story. Well, this is true. <laughs> this is. <laughs> well, uh, I, do, I do really like that soundtrack, but mm. to me, it all mushes together a bit much. Uh, the one, one track that I like from that is uh, NCOM Part 2. Yeah. I think uh, that one uh, it it has a nice double part. It's uh, very good um, sort of chase scene music. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it starts off slow and then gets faster and faster and builds towards a, a nice end. Yeah. Um, It's, 
it's not it, that was really nice. Nice to see uh, something good coming from Daft Punk, not yeah. the uh, that stupid new album they did a couple of years ago now. Mm-hmm. I'm so sick of so sick of that song. Uh, Get lucky. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, but w- this is uh, soundtracks, and uh, they don't always do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, are, are there any others that really stick out that you've used before, or or, or continue to use, should I say? Hmm. I'm trying to think of uh, older ones. Yeah. Um, you, you, we mentioned How to Train Your Dragon already. Yeah. Um, but the soundtrack to both those films mm. just. Just incredible, really, really good. Yeah. Um, you, you said test drive. I love battling the green death. I have a very specific scene in my head mm. of uh, superheroes battling in space. Yeah. And uh, and the the big sort of climaxes of the big bad guys uh, knocked a few of them down and they're huddling underneath uh, a piece of a shard of rock that's come off to the moon. Yeah. And the bad guys hammering down with giant fists and then suddenly uh, someone who's been missing from the battle bursts in. Um, and distracts the hero, and uh, distracts the bad guy rather. Yeah. Um, it sounds it, it's a it's a lot better in my head than I'm making it sound. <laughs> but uh, but I do love battling the Green Death. I think uh, that there is one song we need to mention. That's uh, it's it is technically soundtrack. Um, although it's 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 not majorly, but it's it's one that both you and I have a, a special love for, and that is uh, Thunderbirds Are Go by. Oh. I busted of all of all people. people to do a, a brilliant movie tie-in song yeah it had to be busted that stole our hearts yeah exactly of, of all people dear dear I do, I, I, I do feel bad for liking that song sometimes but then I just listen to the song again and think nope yeah. I don't feel bad yeah exactly yeah like I, I, it, it's not something I, will, I would necessarily play in public but I, I would <laughs> I'd play the shit out of it really loud on my headphones uh, you know what always springs to mind when I listen to that um, is a Quidditch match. I always, always sort of you know, flying around, sort of like yeah, I could see that. flying around and yeah, just uh, the 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 final uh, build of Thunderbirds are Thunderbirds yeah. are is a, a very to- uh, very close race to the snitch between two seekers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I do, I do, I do really like that song. <laughs> yeah, so, I've got a question. This is something we, I don't think we have discussed before. Have there been any soundtracks that have disappointed you? Ooh. That's, 
uh, strict confession. I've always wanted the uh, the Marvel film soundtracks to be better than they are. Yeah, I... they've never quite worked. I, I think Avengers Two has done well in that you know it, it took a good theme that wasn't used very much in the first one and built on it. Yeah, but still, none of them have quite had their own identity. You know, they none of them have ever had that Hans Zimmer yeah type of of really strong, really potent theme to them. And I'm I'm hoping we'll we'll get one in the future, but we'll see. Um, I think I was disappointed there wasn't more. I'm disappointed there wasn't more that I liked on the uh, Kung Fu Panda film uh, soundtracks. Yeah. Because that's Hans Zimmer and uh, John Powell together, two of my my two favourite film soundtrack composers working together. And it should be brilliant. And it's not bad. Yeah, I think think you showed me one that was really good. Mm. There is one. There is one that is fantastic, which is the... uh, the, from the climax scene of uh, the first movie, um, uh, no, of, of the second movie. Second movie. Film, if you've seen it, uh, yeah, uh, the, the 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 cannonballs are being fired at Poe, oh, sure. and he learns the technique of being able to grab them and throw them back. Yeah, um, and it is really fantastic. I love the scene in the film where uh, the the last giant cannonball comes from him, and he manages to grab it, and he starts spinning and in the air really fast, and he and the cannonball turn into a, a giant yin yang sign. Yeah, before before he. Uh, whispers skadoosh and throws it back. Um, sometimes Jack Black is fun. <laughs> sometimes. No, not all the time, but sometimes Jack Black is yeah. fun. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I was disappointed there wasn't more in that soundtrack. Yeah, um, considering it, you've it, seen what they can do anyway, sort of thing. They yeah. can do it, sort of thing, you know. Exactly. But there's going to be there's going to be a third one, so... Eventually, and yeah. I know they're, 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 they're both coming back for that, so That's we'll live in hope. Yeah, that sounds uh, that sounds fair. I'm trying to think. What about you? Has there been anything yeah. you've been looking forward to and disappointed there's, you? Uh, there's anything really that stood out for me? I'm just looking around at my toys now. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, there was, and uh, this may be a dividing um, opinion. Mm. I've always liked the Transformers movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're fun. Uh, a lot of action. It's fun to see Shia LaBeouf get his ass handed to him a couple of times. Um, and I, I just, I, just I, I like the Transformers movies. I know there's a lot of hate around them. I agree with some of it, um, but it doesn't stop me enjoying them. Um, and one of the things I've always enjoyed is the soundtracks. Um, I think they're just quite good. They're not amazing, but they're they're quite good. They're they're good. Um, they're good music to listen to if you're working, definitely. And um, I always liked that at the end, oh, excuse me, 
the end of the soundtrack would always feature a Linkin Park song. And I'm a big fan of Linkin Park. And then Transformers 4 rolled around and the soundtrack wasn't as good. There was no Linkin Park. And I was like, no, fuck you, Michael Bay. Fuck you. See, there was, for that film, uh, an Imagine Dragons soundtrack. Yeah. I, I really like Imagine Dragons. And it was really shit. Yeah, it was a really shit song. Rubbish, that song they did. Which is annoying because they they later did a song, um, I think called Battle Cry. Or so. Oh no, Battle Cry was the shit one. Mm. They later did a song which I think was uh, for forgive me Americans for my ignorance for some uh, big American football league big advert, and that song was really good. Mm. Um, and I think that would have uh, fit fit really well for the Transformers soundtrack. Yeah, but uh, sadly they used it on uh, American football. America. Fuck yeah. That, that, that's a soundtrack I wasn't disappointed with. <laughs> that is one soundtrack I can honestly yeah. say from the bottom of my heart. I was not disappointed when by that. Pearl Harbor, I miss you more than that movie missed the point. And that's an awful lot, girl. And now, now you've gone away. And all I'm trying to say. Is Pro sucked and I miss you. Uh, well, you know, Matt Stone, Trey Parker. Well, no, I won't say they'd never disappoint, but uh, yeah, they did. They, they didn't. They didn't used to disappoint. Yeah. Well, you know what? I haven't actually seen that many of the newest new episodes, um, and I I did like the Black Friday episodes. I know that was like. What, like last year? Oh yeah, they 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 were fun. The the big Game of Thrones parody. Yeah, that 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 was. I think that was one of the best things they've done in recent years. Yeah, in South Park. Yeah. Um. And uh, I remember when uh, when they did the uh, Thor film parody. Oh yeah. And uh, how the same thing happened to both of us. The music they used in South Park. Yeah. Inspired us both to go and get the soundtrack for the Thor film. Yeah, it did. Yeah, because it was really good, <laughs> and, it, and they it was very accurate what they used as well. Yeah, they co- they copied it very closely. Yeah. It sounded br- brilliant and reminded me how how good the Thor soundtrack yeah. uh, was. That that first Thor soundtrack is is very good. Um, it, it's almost a shame that the second soundtrack isn't as similar, but I, I still like the second soundtrack anyway. So it's it, it's kind of yeah kind of swings and roundabouts there, I suppose. 
Um, so what would you say is your favourite soundtrack? Not necessarily um, one that you've used a lot, but what would you say is your favourite? And you can't say dragons. I'm not going <laughs> to... I won't say dragons. Um, it's tricky because I do tend to pick and choose um, individual tracks from here and there. There aren't many soundtracks that I say, oh yeah, I want to listen to that, that whole thing all the way through. Um, but... I'm really not sure. One one soundtrack I do love is, um, uh, but I'd say uh, don't try it unless you really like strings, is the soundtrack uh, for first season of Legend of Korra. Oh, right, okay. That's really, really good. Um, Fantastic, fantastic uh, tracks on that. Um, and there's one that comes right at the end, uh, which builds back up because Korra has a new theme uh, in the, the the Legend of Anger. Mm. But it does. Uh, there is one scene, one one track rather, uh, that builds and has a climax, which reintroduces the uh, the Last Airbender yeah. soundtrack. bigger in Korra than it ever was in The Last Airbender. The music in The Last Airbender was great, but it was still quite small in the way that uh, we've said before, or you've said before, that you wish uh, Beauty and the Beast soundtrack yeah. could be re-recorded with a full orchestra. Yeah, like a 400-piece orchestra doing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, like a full separate-piece um, orchestra would have been amazing yeah. for that. For that. Well, that that that's the leap that I I'd say you go you go from uh, okay. Last Airbender cool. to Legend of Korra. That's cool. Um, I would say my favourite ever soundtrack, complete soundtrack, mm. is uh, the Titanic soundtrack. I okay. I'm as a as a straight man, I'm very happy to say that I fucking love that film. Um, <laughs> everything about it. Leo is is good. Kate Winslet is fit. Um, the, the, the actual history of the film is accurate. Um, there's a bit of romance, a bit of drama, a bit of death, and a fucking awesome soundtrack. I'm not just on about like Celine Dion doing, you know, My Heart Will Go On. I'm on about the actual score by James Horner. Fucking so magical. Oh, I love it. Wow. There's, I do, I really like that as well. Yeah. There's one uh, in particular that, uh, one song in particular, I think it's, I don't know what it's called, something like Casting Off.
from the beginning of the film where the ship's setting off. Um, and that's, uh, that, that really gets me. My, my um, favourite one from the whole soundtrack is called Hymn to the Sea. And it's basically, it's the end song just as, uh, as Rose is dying. And, oh, no, wait. No, I don't think it is. Sorry. I think it's the bit where she's floating in the water and the ship is, uh, sorry, the boat is coming to find people and they look over her because she looks dead and she finds the whistle and she's calling and, and so yeah, and then she gets saved. So that, like, that's a really good song. That just that whole soundtrack. The, the only problem with it is now, any time I listen to anything by James Horner, I hear the same sort of. Uh, I know Hans Zimmer, for example, kind of uses the same amount of strings and the same inflections here and there. But like every now and then, I'll just be listening to James Horner. Like for example, in the Amazing Spider-Man one, um, he's going along, minding his own business. James Horner's doing his shit, and then all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, 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 what are you doing there, James? That's the Titanic soundtrack that you're using there. And it's just because he, his music style is so very samey, I suppose, with all of his work that I don't think anything can top his Titanic work now. Um, yeah. I'd love to be proved wrong by that as well. I'd love to be proved wrong, but there have been a couple of things now. Avatar he did, and Avatar I was like, that's just the Titanic soundtrack. It's just like maybe in reverse or something. Um, Amazing Spider-Man again. Just uh, and there's one really good song in Amazing Spider-Man as well called Saving New York, which is the most Titanic song as well. <laughs> I listened to it and I was like, oh my God, this is so much Titanic that I love it. Um, but yeah, so I've got a bit of a loaded question. Okay. It's loaded because I know my answer already, but <laughs> I'm kind of hoping I'm going to ask this and you have a different answer. But have you ever been surprised by the music in something? Have you ever watched something or played something and been like, whoa, 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 whoa where did that fucking come from? That's fucking epic. Um, I've got my fingers crossed that you don't <laughs> say what I want to say. So I'm just having a quick scroll through uh, through uh, my soundtracks in iTunes at the minute. There's nothing here that's... Uh, the thing there's I... things I was... Okay, the, Go on. One, one I've come across here is one I, I wasn't expecting to be so good, but I wasn't, particu- I wasn't particularly surprised, but I... I suppose that you call it pleasantly surprised, but not shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, was I loved the Sherlock soundtrack? Yeah, okay. When uh, when Sherlock hit first hit TV, um, in uh, the the show itself was yeah. obviously amazing, but uh, I didn't expect, I, I I wasn't ready for the music, and it it sort of blew me away, mm. really. 
What's what, you what's didn't the answer? Say what I wanted to say. I've oh, got I'm sorry. two words for you. Gravity Falls. Fucking end yeah. of that first series. Even the theme tune is just good. The music in the show is okay, you know, it's pretty good. But then the last scene of the last of the, the first series with so Stan going into the bunker. And I remember you telling me you need to watch that episode. The music in it is really good at the end. And I was like, okay, cool. I've I've watched that episode just for that bit of music like twelve times. <laughs> the most annoying thing about it all is there's no recording of it on the internet that isn't just ripped from the TV. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's, there's, there's one bit on the internet where a bloke's done quite, yeah, quite a good I've, job of I've isolating seen that it. One, yeah. but, and, but it's not and quite, it, quite good it's enough. Not quite, yeah. It's still, it's still there. It, you know, you can still tell, but it's the best one that we're going to get. You want, I, I think the bloke who did it is called, uh, is it Brad Breck? Something like that, yeah. Um, yeah, because yeah, it's very annoying because he, uh, he posted up some other bits of music from the show. On the perfect. Internet, but he hasn't done that one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just... I was fucking blown away at that. I got goosebumps when I watched it. I don't really get goosebumps anymore when I listen to music. It has to be particularly fucking good. And I got goosebumps at Gravity Falls. For me, that... Uh, that scene conjured up in my head. Uh, the X-Men. Yeah. at the end of the film where they've escaped the bad guy yeah you know the the, the public think that they've won against the x-men yeah it turns out no they're still operating in secret and uh-huh. it's, yeah. it's, it's the, the blackbird powering up and flying off into the night yeah that's nice i like that okay uh here's a question for you are there any soundtracks you really love uh for a film you haven't actually seen oh interesting um no. Is <laughs> it, the oh no? Yes, yes, yes. Well, sort of, sort of is the answer. Okay. Um, there's one piece of music that's part of a soundtrack that has been reused and reused and reused and reused over and over and over again in different formats um, for different films, but it was originally created for the Danny Boyle film Sunshine. Um, and I don't know whether you've seen it or not. I haven't seen that, no. Okay, so it's, it's not a great film from what I've read. Um, but it's, it's, it's fairly good. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Danny Boyle. We'd be really embarrassed now if it's not Danny Boyle. Bear with me. I am going to find out for you. Um, but it, it's about, um, the sun is basically dying and what they're doing is they're going, they're sending a, a group of space people to go and, plant a nuclear bomb on the sun. It is Danny Boyle. 
Yeah, and they're going to go plant a, bar- a nuclear bomb on the sun that's going to react with the atmosphere and kickstart the sun again. Um, so there's this piece of music called uh, Adagio, for D mi- Adagio in D minor, and um, it's just the best piece of music I've ever heard. It is my favourite ever piece of music, by far. Um, and they've used it countless times in different shows, in different films, but they always uh, do a variation. The most well-known variation of it, I would expect, is probably in the film Kick-Ass. And in that, um, in that soundtrack, it is called... That, that version of it is called... It's split into two parts. It's Night Vision... And, um, I don't know, it's, it's something else, and then night vision, it's followed on by night vision. And it, it's the bit where Hit Girl, um, goes into the warehouse just after Kit, uh, oh, I know the bit you mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, that is, that's very good music. Yeah, really good music. Love that piece of music. Um, and that's been reused. It was used in Kingsman, it was used in, uh, Kick Ass, Kick Ass 2, it was used in as well. Uh, it was used in Sunshine. I know there's another big film that I'm thinking of, but I, just, I can't remember what it is now. But um, it's reworked. It, it's always by the same people that do it who clearly just love that piece of music because it wasn't them that actually composed it. Um, in fact, I'm going to get up the info on it now. Sunshine, Sunshine, there we go. But this this just this piece of music is um it's so much so that I've even learned to play it um on piano, which if uh, if you're lucky, I'll I'll have a bash at going at on, at the end of the podcast and we can splice it in somewhere. Um, okay, so there's like a huge huge list here of stuff it's been used in. It was used for the trailer on X Men Days of Future Past. Um, it's been used in countless sort of um. Uh, TV, uh, sort of live TV things like uh, national blah blah awards and sort of like things where people have presented things like the Oscars stuff like that. Uh, it was used in The Lovely Bones, Kick-Ass Kick-Ass 2 it was used in X-Men Origins Wolverine um, used in the Adjustment Bureau there's, there's a load of um, a load of different sort of like yeah um but yeah, again, it was reworked for um, for Kingsman as well, and I didn't know. So I was watching this film, which I'm really enjoying, and then all of a sudden my favourite bit of music comes on. I'm like, oh my god, that's the <laughs> that's it. So I, I was very, you know, I was, I was very happy about that. So, um, what about yourself? Are there any um, are there any soundtracks that you uh, you you like, but you haven't? Any... One that you put me on to. Um... Was uh, <laughs> sounds a bit rubbish after your answer. Now, is the soundtrack to Oblivion? Oh yeah, that is a really, which, really good soundtrack. Um, which uh, I understand isn't isn't a bad film. Um, it's not awful. But if you've seen Moon, you've seen you've seen Oblivion, and if you've seen Moon, you've seen the superior version of Oblivion as well. 
do agree. It's got uh, it's got a good soundtrack and mm-hmm. it's a couple of uh, big epic. Uh, yeah, yeah, really good. Uh, organy, organy type ones um, there, uh, which uh, which certainly sparked my imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, very short answer. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid. A good answer, nonetheless. Well, what about uh, are there any any soundtracks from video games that have ever leapt out at you? Skyrim. Ah. Course. I didn't even have to think about it. Sorry. <laughs> Wow, and there's so much music for it as well. Like I've got the full recordings, and there is just like about 20 hours worth of music. Yeah. There's so much. Um, really good soundtrack. In fact, I've just sort of like when I finish this, I'm going to wash up in the kitchen, and then the rest of my night is going to be spent on Elder Scrolls Online because I've just got it, and uh, I have no idea whether it's going to be good or bad, but I'm fucking hoping it is epic. You'll have to let me know. I shall. I shall. Um, but yeah, so definitely Skyrim, um, without a doubt. Uh, and God of War, the music for God of War, and Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yes, that's always good. And, <laughs> <laughs> and there's just one bit in Lego, um, uh, Lego Marvel, mm. uh, when you jump off of the helicarrier and you're flying down into, or should I say, you're sort of like um, soaring down into the city of New York. And the music in that is kind of like... Um, it's a it's a cheap knockoff of the theme of the Avengers, where basically they clearly just mm. couldn't get the rights in time to use it, so they made their own version of it. But it's still fucking cool. Yeah. Yourself, any Absolutely. video games that stuck out? Well, I could rattle oh, off a load of well. Nintendo games. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And the Legend of Zelda podcast uh, I did with Alex. Mm-hmm. Tag number thirty-four, I believe. Uh, for those of you who are interested, um, that uh, that I covered a lot of soundtracks from Legends of Zelda that I love. Mm. But I think one that really impressed me is uh, the latest Super Smash Brothers. All right. Um, both for the 3DS and the Wii U, because it'll it takes all the very best uh, Nintendo theme tunes and makes them even better. Okay, cool. Every piece of music on there, because it's a video game, obviously, has to loop. Yeah. Which means, uh, although, well, some of them do 
do have uh, a nice satisfying conclusion and then they'll slowly go into the beginning again quietly um, but it's a case of if if you want uh, the satisfying bit at the end you have you have to go in and edit the track yeah. just to remove the 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 restart of uh, of the loop but the yeah the music they do in that is really really fantastic uh, especially uh, especially spirit tracks mm-hmm. So good. Reminded me why I love the uh, the original game of that. There it is. There was, there was one more soundtrack that I forgot to mention with the uh, video games, and that is uh, The Last of Us. Oh, yes, that's very good. Because it's so subtle. Sort of just this almost Spanishy guitar style um, music. It's really, really cool. Um, but yeah, I uh, really did like that. So, um, so are there any uh, are there any more one-off tracks that you'd recommend? Is I, I find myself a lot of the time I'll listen to a soundtrack and I'll just pinpoint one or two songs that really stick out for me and I'll just keep those. Um, for example, uh, X Men Days of Future Past, um, Join Me is is the one song that I picked out from that. Um, Inception, I picked Time. But I didn't really. I, it's not that I didn't like the rest of it. It's just that it was all a bit sort of like generic Hans Zimmer for a lot of the for a lot of the time. I think going to the Simpsons movie, um Spider Pig No, not Spider Pig. <laughs> Are you sure? As 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 fun as Spider Pig is, it gets far too repetitive. Um, but uh, no, oh, I can't remember which one it is now. It's either because they've all got uh, funny names that don't necessarily relate to the scene they're from. Mm. It's either Lead Not Read or Why Does Everything I Whip Leave Me. <laughs> Think lead not to read. Um, it's the it's the piece of music 
uh, in where they throw the bomb out of the top of the dome, basically, yeah. um, in the build-up before that. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, I really like that. Uh, the rest of the soundtrack's all right, but that one really stands out for me. Uh-huh. Yeah, dude. <sighs> so, I mean, we can't, we can't really do a soundtrack podcast without mentioning Hans Zimmer properly. Because, he, I mean, he is the godfather of all soundtracks, at least at the moment. Um, and it, it was an embarrassingly late age I realised that it was him that did The Lion King. Um, I don't think... I'm not sure whether I've told this story in the podcast before, but I, I've got the, um, like the, the super, super special edition of The Lion King on Blu-ray. One of the things Hans Zimmer says in the... Uh, in the, the special features is in regards to the music, there were two people that were working on it properly, other than Elton John, obviously. There, there was Hans Zimmer and there was a guy called Lee Bohem. Lee Bohem is the voice you hear at the very start of The Lion King, um, at the very, very start of The Circle of Life. You know, the, that, but, you know, yeah, that's him. And apparently he was like something like 40 minutes late coming into the studio that day. All the Disney executives are there waiting to see what Hans Zimmer's come up with. This whole African choir is coming with Lee Bowen and nobody's there. Turns up 40 minutes like they all come in. Like, right, you're ready to record. He says, yeah, they did one take of the Circle of Life intro and that's it. That's it, what they used in the... Uh, um, and then, of course, you've got all these African chants and there's Disney going, oh, wow, this is really cool. What does What does it all mean? And when they were writing the music, they've written it all in African. All, all the uh, all the music, all the African chanting is things like uh, "You've taken our land from us, give us back our home," and things like that. So Hans Zimmer's there, knowing what these translations are, and then the Disney executives have gone, "Oh, great! This is going to be great for a kids' film. What does it mean?" And he's gone. That he's literally just said on the on the Blu-ray, he's like, "So we lied. We just went. Oh, this means look at the grass, and this means oh, isn't the clouds nice, and things like that." And so, <laughs> so, so you're listening to the Lion King, and they're actually saying these really sort of like deep things. And there's Disney going, "Oh, isn't it beautiful?" <laughs> so I really like uh, I really do like Hans and yeah. got a lot of love for the guy legend um, in, in the act, in, I was going to say acting world then in the composing world um, I say acting world the only reason I say acting world is because I've just read an article while we've been talking um, about the, the new Powerpuff Girls and how Tara Strong is really upset that uh, she wasn't asked to play Bubbles again so I know it's Reading acting, and then that's why I said acting. That is criminal. It is criminal, it is, but um, she has had a monopoly on the game for a long time. <laughs> Frankly, yeah, I think she, somebody else should. Uh, she is all the voices. Yeah. So, anywho. Any last mentions before we, uh, we sign off? No, I think we've done a, a good covering there. Um, give me a good. Editing job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took me a while to find and splice in all those, but uh, okay. I'm if you've listened to, to the... I was going to say, I'm going to go into my office now, 
you finish off the closing statement and I will then play the piece of music that I really like for okay. you on the piano, live, on air, for the first time. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you want to get in touch, you can go to our website, which is thetagpodcast.wordpress.com, or you can send us an email to tagpodcast at gmail.com. You'll recognise it soon, I think. I do recognise it. All right, okay. This is like one of the most beautiful pieces of music ever. And then I find out it's a death scene. I'm just going to keep going until I fuck up. <laughs> Nearly did it then. You know how to get in contact with us? Use your TARDIS. Give us some jewels. We'll see you next week. <laughs>